Welcome to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, the chair and co founder of I Relaunch, and your host for today. Today, we are thrilled to have Jane Pastor, the senior manager for systems engineering at Raytheon and a two time relauncher. Jane and I are going to be talking about returning to work in a technical field and at the end, Raytheon's new Return to Work program. Welcome, Jane. We're thrilled to have you today. Thank you, Carol. I'm really glad to be here, too. You know, I'm so excited about talking to you um, and what you're going to be able to offer our listeners because you didn't just relaunch once, you've relaunched twice. And so I want to know if you can take us back to the beginning of your career path that led to your first career break. Sure. I'd be glad to. Um, I graduated with a um, master's and a bachelor's degree in mathematics and was excited to be hired on by Hughes Aircraft Company as a member of their technical staff. So I was working in an aerospace field and I was doing a lot of software programming for them. And I did this for about six years. And in that time, I was also married and um, had children. And about the time my second child arrived, um, my husband and I had a conversation about juggling all the things we were with both of us working, children at home, daycare arrangements. And we made the decision that I would stay home full time with the kids. And this was a really, really hard decision because I was in a technical field. And I figured that if I took time off with the children, I probably would not be able to reenter the field again. So I felt like I was making that decision to end my technical career. But at the end of the day, I decided that my children and my family were my priority and that I needed to step away from my job. So that's what I did. Wow. That must have felt like a a very difficult decision, essentially, um, you know, feeling like this was going to be a permanent uh, leave from your technical career. So I, I see why that, that just took a lot of deliberation and thought um, b- before it happened. And then you were out of the workforce for 11 years. And I want to focus on the later part of that career break when you were starting to think about going back now that time had gone by, were you reassessing whether it was possible to go back to a technical career? Were you thinking um, you were suddenly at a certain point very interested in going back, but you thought it was sim- simply, you know, not simply, but it was going to be a non-technical career path at that point? Or what happened toward the end of your 11-year career break? So the end of my 11-year career break was really quite interesting because I was not thinking about coming back into a technical field. And at that point in time, was not even thinking about returning to the workforce. I, we, um, I had a third child at this point, and I figured, well, someday the kids will be grown enough that I will go do something but it never occurred to me that I could come back into a field that was so technically focused. And what happened 
was one of my former coworkers called me and asked if I was interested in returning to work. And I have to say, I was absolutely stunned by the inquiry and um, probably didn't field the questions from him real well. They <laughs> said, are you, are you sure? I mean, I used to program and I used Fortran coding language and that's not what the industry's using anymore. I don't think I can do this. And he was, he came back with, well, we actually have something specific in mind for you. And basically it was, we're going to leverage that math background that you have. And the knowledge that you gained in the time that you worked with the company previously, yes, things have progressed, but you understand the focus of our work. And we'd like you to consider coming back and working as a systems engineer. Um, so, and I was thrilled. Yeah. Jane, it, this, this is an amazing uh, story and something we don't hear that often. So let me just ask you a couple of clarifying questions. So is this person someone that you had periodically been in touch with during that 11-year period, or was this just completely out of the blue? So I did have some infrequent contact with this individual. There were occasions where we would be at events and um, social events, you know, around holidays and parties like that. But it wasn't, it wasn't a close friend. It wasn't regular contact. And even when we had social contact over the years, it really wasn't focused on, did I want to come back to work? There would be work discussions going on in the room, but I wasn't participating. I wasn't up to speed. So this um, was quite the surprise to me. You know, I have to just acknowledge um, in, in part, you know, this is so unusual, but also the idea that you had been out for 11 years and this person calls you back after all that time with a very specific role in mind for you. I mean, Jane, you may explain this in a modest way, but you must have been an incredibly high performer and left such an indelible mark. You know, when, when you left the workforce that people had that frozen in time view of you, they remembered uh, that you were a high performer, and then they took the initiative to reach back out to you. So uh, any comments on that? Thank you. I mean, I, I do bring the best I can to any job I do. I did work hard. Um, I would say that there was another thing in play here in that there was an incredible demand in the market, uh, you know, needing people with skills to work in this industry. And, um, and so they were looking for who, who can we hire? It was, mm -hmm. there was mm -hmm. a, a high demand at the time. Mm -hmm. And I think this individual, because we had worked in the past and he knew I am a hard worker that this could possibly be a fit. I think he was actually being rather creative in what he was in looking for sources of people to come in and work. Mm -hmm. And so what happened after that? Did, like once you, you were aware of the opportunity and you sort of recovered from the shock of getting the phone call, <laughs> um, did, did you start to think about how this could work? And did you start working soon thereafter? And what was it like being back in this new technical environment after the long time away? 
Yes. So he definitely planted the seed. Um, I did follow through. There was much contemplation. Can I, can I do this with the family and do the, you know, have the balance I want, but I was so intrigued and just, um, I, I wanted to come back into this industry. I had, I had thoroughly enjoyed it in the earlier years and to have this door open and have the opportunity to step back in. I decided I just could not pass it up. And so I went through the required process of applying to a, a job opening and going through an interview and then being selected so I could come back into, um, into employment with Hughes at the time. And as part of that process, um, did you have to talk about technical terms? Did you, did you have to study up in some way to feel comfortable that you were able to have some of these conversations? Or how did that part go? Yeah, I have to say I was a bit concerned about that. And at first, I, that was my frantic thought. Where do I find a book on system engineering? Maybe I should read up on this. And then I really went to a point in my mind of, they called and they invited me. I think I'm coming and I'm going to be me. And, and I felt it was important to be candid about, this is where I am. This is what I know. This is what my experience is. Tell me exactly what you think you want me to do. And, and so the interview definitely was that dialogue you like to have where the interviewer is looking at you to see if you're going to meet their requirements. And I was coming to make sure this is really going to fit. And so it turned out that there wasn't a lot of heavy technical discussion. Um, it was more talking about what had I been doing. They were clear about what they needed. And so in the conversation, I was able to speak to some of the volunteer things I had been engaged in, because what was coming clear to me is I was bringing a level of maturity to this position, and that was some of what they were looking for. The technical aspect, the fact that I was a mathematician, that fact's already been established. That doesn't go away. You might get a little rusty, but you don't forget it. You don't unlearn what you already know. Mm -hmm. So I think there was a balance that I could bring to it. And again, in this circumstance, which we admit is very unusual, some of the technical expertise had been previously established. Might have been a little out of date, but it had been established. <laughs> right. And so let's talk about your early day, early months on the job. Was it like a crash course and you had to, did you have to spend extra time sort of outside your actual work hours studying up or like, what did it feel like being back in? Um, that was drinking out of a fire hydrant. <laughs> that was really challenging. Mm -hmm. um, it was exciting, but wow, there was a lot to try catch up on. Um, a lot to read, a lot of uh, talking to people to I mean, I got to reestablish the network. Some folks had been there from before. A lot of folks were new. Um, who knew what, where to find answers and to really get my feet under under me and get going again. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It was challenging. And did you feel confident? Did you have a lack of confidence? Did you feel any imposter syndrome? Like, like what, what was your um, 
sort of mindset at the time when, when you were, let's say, in the first six months? So I think I probably touched a lot of that. I mean, there were days that I looked at and go, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. And then there were days where I go, oh, yeah, I remember this stuff. Oh, yes, I can do this and I can take it forward. <laughs> you know, so so you kind of move back and forth on it. So mm-hmm. it wasn't ever consistent one or the other, which is why I think I believed I, you know, I stayed in there. There were enough successful days to outweigh the days of I don't have a clue mm-hmm. to I know what I'm doing and, and gaining that confidence of, well, maybe I don't know this, but I know who I need to go talk to and get pointed in the right direction. And so can you just take us through, um, the, when you came back the first time, like how long you were back and, and sort of what life was like as you were back longer and longer? Like, like, like so at what point I, did you even think, forget that you had taken the career break? <laughs> It, so I will actually say, I don't think it took that long to, to feel like I'm in the trenches and we don't have a hiccup here. It's not like there's some, you know, missing memory or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that happened pretty quickly. And I did, so you had said, how long was I back? I was, I came back and really engaged and my responsibility started increasing. I was, I was being successful in what I was doing. So I was being given, um, additional work to do and, um, actually was moved into a, a lead role probably within a year of returning. Wow. So, um, That's yeah. Awesome. Yes. It was, it was good. It was fun. That's great. All right. So in a minute, I want to talk to you about, the second career break that you took. But first, I want to tell our listeners, anyone who's just joined us, that you are listening to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. And this is Carol Fishman Cohen, the chair and co founder of I Relaunch and your host. And we're speaking with Jane Pastor, senior manager for systems engineering at Raytheon and a two time relauncher. So, Jane, can you talk to us now about the second career break and what happened, um, how long you were out, and then what happened when you tried to get back in? Okay. So I worked for approximately four years in that first relaunch. And then with all the increasing responsibility, decided that I wasn't quite holding the work-life balance I wanted to. Um, My youngest child was still quite young, and I decided I need to take a break. Now, I will say that this time, I didn't think I was taking that forever career-ending break. I really thought of it as a break, as opposed to I have to walk away from my career. Mm-hmm. So I I made that decision that I really needed to go back home, be a little more focused on family. And about four and a half years later, as the kids were older, I decided I was ready to re-enter the workforce again. Um, this time, I had to reach out. Nobody was calling me. Mm-hmm. But I did reach out to contacts that I knew in the company. And um, in that time frame, that four-year period, Hughes Aircraft Company was bought out by Raytheon. And so this was a huge advantage for me because now as I'm returning, I'm returning, I'm relaunching the second time I'm trying to come into Raytheon company. 
mm-hmm. that I had had this connection from before. And so I called some of my people in my network and simply said, do you know, is Raytheon hiring? Are there any positions that might be of interest to a system engineer that wants to come back to work? And um, I was able to talk to some people who said, yep, and go out to the website and look for some of these recs. And so I applied and, again, was selected for an interview and came in for the interview process. Wow. And so, um, it, you know, you got back in touch with people whom you knew. Now you're, you started as a, a Hughes employee. You took the career break. Then you were an alumni, a, a, an alumna of Hughes. You came back and worked there. Then the second career break. And you're coming back again to essentially work for the same company, even though it's now part of Raytheon. So it's pretty interesting that you have had this relationship with your employer um, where you have your life stages have ebbed and flowed and and you have found these this one role the first time and now this other role the second time. Now, how long have you been back at this point? So now it's quite significant. I came back for this second time um, or third time with the company, second relaunch mm-hmm. in 20 or 2004. So I have now been here in, as of August, this year will be 14 years. Wow. So I just want to underscore that, um, that um, here, um, Hughes and then Raytheon um, stuck with an employee who had had taken a, a first career break, came back for four years, and then they had you, uh, you took a career break again, and they they rehired you and you've been back 14 years. So, you know, really uh, the investment that they made in you, the investment that you made in yourself um, is really had an incredible return you know, over all this time with you staying at the company, I'm assuming in increasingly senior roles. Um, so what is it like? What has it been like over those 14 years when you came back the second time? Did you feel like there was a technology leap that you had to address or did you have so much confidence from addressing the bigger one the first time that you thought this was going to be a lot easier? So I think, um, yeah, there was still a technology jump and there were some interesting things because, because this has been such a long window, um, there's a whole lot more electronics involved and, and things have changed than when I had been here previously. But that said, I absolutely did have more confidence because I had successfully done it once before. And I also had that understanding of the value to Raytheon of their employees is not just simply their technical knowledge but it's broader than that. It's people who can problem solve. It's people who communicate well with others, communicate well with their customers. Um, there, there's a well-roundedness about those employees that are of value to Raytheon. Um, didn't mean I didn't have my days where I felt like, I'm not sure what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. But I had the confidence to know the answer was there. I could find the answer whether it was in someone or somewhere online, but the answer would be there. And clearly I was working for a company that invests in its employees. And looking back now from from this vantage point where you're 14 years into your second relaunch, 
Is there anything that you would have done differently or advise your younger self um, if you do it all over again, knowing what you know now? Well, I'm, I'm not sure I would do it differently. I, um, I am pleased with the decision that I spent time with my children when they were younger. Mm -hmm. And that too is an investment. And I have, um, reaped well on that. In fact, a little side note, and I don't think I've shared this before, um, in our conversations, but my oldest son works for this company now. Um, <laughs> that's so great. Wow. There's real family loyalty here now. Yes. Um, I love but it. I think the important thing is that, that you are who you are, that you equip yourself with what you learning through, through formal education, through college experiences, through the field you may choose in college. There's way that you develop yourself. I mentioned before I did volunteer work. I, um, did fundraising. Um, and in volunteer situations, you're often put in positions where people want you to get things done, but you don't have the hierarchy and structure that you might have in a company. So you learn to manage by influence. And so you're, you're, you are acquiring skills that you may or may not be aware you're acquiring. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important as I look back, I, I sh wish I had valued them more. Mm, I didn't mm -hmm. recognize them for the value. And I, again, I don't think I would have done something differently, but I just think my image of myself was, oh, I've been out, I've gotten stale, I, whatever, the hesitancy. Um, I have more confidence in, you know, I did this and I did that and, and I am a trained person and I am a professional and, um, and I work well with others and I bring a strong work ethic to what I do. Um, I, I like to say to people I work with, they're never going to let me go for not working hard enough. <laughs> I, I bring, right. <laughs> I, I give it my all. I bring my best to the job. And, um, and I feel like that's my, my agreement. Uh, Raytheon has asked me to do these things. I've agreed to do it and they have agreed to compensate me for that. So I will give them the best I can. Right. You know, it's really interesting because when we speak with young, younger people who are earlier in their careers who are looking forward and anticipating a career path that may or may not include a career break, um, we say if you're, if you're contemplating even the possibility of a career break, you need to think about when is the best time to leave. And you want to ideally leave when your performance is, is high, when you're at the top of your game. And you probably did that inadvertently without thinking about it, given the history of them calling you back 11 years later and asking you to come back. You're obviously a high performer. But I thought there was an illustration of that piece and also this very strong frozen in time concept where people with whom you worked in the past remember you as you were. And that was coming through, um, I, I think, in both relaunches, that, that was a factor. Absolutely. I think that it is really important. Do your job well. Keep your reputation intact. Never, this is what I really say to myself, never assume you're not coming back. I've mm. done it twice mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. um, always assume there may be a circumstance or a reason that you're going to choose to re-enter and you may work with those individuals. 
And um, so it's important. How do you want to be known? Who who are you and how do you present yourself? And um, yes, the, that that plays out. That really does make a difference. Right. So um, I want to just spend a few minutes talking about uh, Raytheon launching a brand new return to work program. And I believe that you are the program ambassador. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yes. And I'm excited they're doing this. Um, I am the ambassador and I wish they would have had it for me round one <laughs> right. and round two. It really would have been nice. Um, but it also, I think the thing that I really like about it is, as you called me alumni, I was returning. This program is broader than that. It's people that have had a career interruption or a break, whatever, but they don't necessarily have had to come from this place before. And so um, we're really excited um, to, to put this return to work program out there. We're calling it Relaunch. I love um, the name. We are Raytheon. Love it. <laughs> yes, it's close to yours. We're Raytheon. So we always start things with letter R. Right. And um, our first cohort is going to um, kick off in September of this year. And the program will be set up for 12 weeks, um, targeting people that are looking to return to the workforce full time after having having a break in their career. And in that 12 week period, we're gonna be providing the resources and tools at, to help people network, um, to develop some of their skills so they're familiar with how we do things here in Raytheon and to really facilitate that transition back into a full-time career. Um, some of the things that I had to go chase and try find on my own, we're trying to facilitate that process so we have mm. the resources in place for people. That sounds and great. The goal, so the goal really is that for participants that are successful in that 12-week program, that we can bring them on full-time as employees. And I think we've got a great strategy to get them in the door. So we've got things like the two-day kickoff, and we'll have lunch and learns for the participants. And, um, and we're treating them like when we bring them into this program, like we intend to hire them. Mm -hmm. The agreement's only for 12 weeks, but when we hire you on, you'll be presented with benefits, medical, dental, et cetera, like we did to maybe one of our um, college hires coming in with here's the benefit package. And so while, yes, this is a 12-week um, program, our intention is that you could be successful and we continue on. Wow, that's incredible and, a and unusual on, in return-to-work programs to have benefits right from day one um, in the internship piece of it. We're very excited about this program because Raytheon is launching this program um, as part of the STEM Reentry Task Force initiative that we at iRelaunch co-lead with the Society of Women Engineers. And we are just thrilled to see the program landing page and the program name and all the plans that you have for it. And I have to say that Raytheon and the Relaunch program couldn't be more fortunate to have you, Jane, as the program ambassador 
And, you know, not only are you a role model, but I think with, with you, um, the, the participants seeing, um, you and being able to have contact with you, someone who really understands exactly what they're going through, I think is going to be extremely meaningful to them. Well, thank you. I, I'm excited about it. Um, I can, it has been such a wonderful thing for me. Certainly not what I started out thinking the path would look like when I started my career. Um, but so thrilled now to be where I am and be able to look back and go, this is a career. This wasn't just some part-time work from time to time. I really have a career. That's great. And can you tell us how people can find out more about the relaunch program? Absolutely. So if they go online to jobs, dot Raytheon or spelled R-A-Y-T-H-E-O-N dot com slash relaunch hyphen program. We have a website that will give you all sorts of information about this program. Um, I know that was a long yes. website list. You could, you could also just go on to, to LinkedIn and search for Raytheon relaunch, and you will find several posts there, and they will point you to our website. Well, let me just add one more way people can access it. If they go to the STEM Reentry Task Force landing page, which is reentry with two E's, reentry.swe.org, reentry.swe.org, you will be able to then click on the internship opportunities and you'll see Raytheon's logo and can click right through to the landing page in that way as well. Super. And I just want to also say that we're going to be posting positions very soon for this cohort that's going to start in September 2018. So I realize it's summertime and maybe people aren't thinking back to school, back to work yet. But this is a good time to think about back to work. Yes, it's an excellent time. Uh, we tell people, take advantage of the summer. And I think your timing is, is perfect. Um, Jane, let me just ask you one final question before we sign off today. And that is, um, it's a question we ask all of our podcast guests. What is the best piece of, rel of relaunch advice that you have? Um, even if it's something that we might have already talked about during our conversation today? I would say I think the best piece of relaunch is to be confident in the skills that you've inquired, acquired, the experiences you've gained, and try it. And if the first place you try doesn't work, try another. I believe you can find the match out there, but you have to try it. Excellent advice, Jane. We really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. So you've been listening to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we talk about strategies, advice, and success stories about returning to work after a career break. This is Carol Fishman-Cohen, chair and co-founder of iRelaunch and your host. For more information about iRelaunch, you can go to iRelaunch.com. And if you like this podcast, be sure to rate it on iTunes and your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to share this podcast with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, and other social media. Thanks for joining us.